Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is a new world order, the podcast where we solve all the world's problems by yelling at each other and posting it on the internet. I'm Zane C. Weber, the Chancellor of the proud nation of Zane Australia, and joining me at the table this evening are uh, Sebastian, the Supreme Leader of the United States of South America, having a great time. And El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler of the great confederacy of Andropolia. Wonderful. Now, gentlemen, for our listeners who may be joining us for the first time, what we do here is we run a nation quite efficiently, each our own, on nationstates.net, and then we yell at each other about how we do it. Now, for those of you who are not joining us for the first time, you might be saying, oh, but Chancellor Zane C. Weber... Your your episodes they skipped from from four to six. What happened to Amendment Number Five? Is, was it a brain melt? Is was it, it a, some... is a secret amendment? Can I can I speculate for a second? Speculate away. Uh, I've the, heard a lot of speculation already. The proud American science team. It's only a team of scientists. It's very not many people who like to go into science. I'm skeptical of this. Uh... Uh, uh, thought already. No, no, no. We, the we, Australians always put inverted commas around science when used in the context of said American. Well, the Australians, the Australians actually do science. Said yes. Americans, I don't know what they do in their nation. If you record it and test it against something, it's science, <laughs> guys. Maybe, maybe crack the code. Time travel. What do you reckon? Is that viable? What actually happened <laughs> is we 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 set aside. One episode a month to give to our loyal and very valued Patreons. So we've posted that Fifth Amendment on our Patreon page and to to access it, to complete the entire series of amendments that we have made, all you have to do is donate $1 a month. There, I've said it. That seems reasonable to me. Controversial. Submerica stands against your united front of ourselves. <laughs> Australia is not surprised. America has never been a very logical place. So we pity you. I believe we voted yes for piracy. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, by all means, if you manage to pirate it, go ahead. Yeah, good job. Just do it. Um, I think Saint Australia. If you're going to that much effort, like, well done. Because uh, <laughs> it's not us you're hacking. It's Patreon. It's right? Patreon. Yeah, so yeah. really good job, guys. <laughs> like, honestly, no, no jokes. Uh, yeah, so every one in one in every five of our uh, episodes will be posted 
Patreon exclusive and you just need to go to Patreon forward slash a new world order podcast and you'll find us and you know give us some money and you'll get all the all the bug all the podcasts for 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 a slightly more than free. You know? It Only is. slightly. Yeah. There's also you can also get our our theme as a ringtone. That's there. Is that That's really a good di- yeah. Oh, you guys That's are good- welcome. <laughs> If you say to the very end there's a T-Rex roaring and it really, it just warms my cockles. I'm so happy with that. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll get to the... That was my one concession. Is it is it authentic, Sam? Is it an authentic T-Rex roar? You can't prove it's not. And that is how they do science <laughs> in Sam America. Like, I guess it's true until you prove it isn't. So... Uh, moving forward, gentlemen, uh, we have a few issues to discuss this evening. Who would like to bring one to the table first? Well, Andy and I are actually going to tackle the same issue this week, so I guess we'll... I feel left out. You could have. Did you You didn't get the same issue, I'm guessing? Or? I did. I dismissed it. Oh, shocking. Because I, I, it wasn't a very interesting one to talk about. Oh, Zane. What a shame. It's a wealth of, of uh Look, I'm, I'm pretty proud of my issues that I've got at the moment. So Here's the fun part. I actually only read the title because that's the kind of person I am as a leader. I, I believe you've read the entire thing, though. I have, in fact, I, read it. I take real word for it that I'm in for a good one here because yes. I haven't, I've read nothing. <laughs> so just the title. That's all I needed. Like, Harry Potter and the what? I'm in. <laughs> oh, righty. Well, shall we do different voices alternating? Yeah, I'm going to do mostly my own voice, but <laughs> but yes. So, guys, the issue is a capital city for, well, in my case, Seb America, and in Andy's case, Andropolia. Andropolis. I was going to say Andropopolis. That was really... Oh, that's, that's a good. That's a good. Andropopolis city was name. a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Alrighty. So the issue, as well, Seb America or Andy. Oh my God! I did it again. <laughs> Andrew's country continue to grow, so too does its government. The number of politicians needed to administrate and legislate the country is rapidly surpassing the House of Parliament's capacity with ministers often requiring periscopes to see the House Speaker. That's a bit dramatic. Um, Some are suggesting a new building be built in another city, a city which would then be designated as the capital city of whatever nation. I already have a problem with that statement. Oh, go on. What, What... well, the Why do we politi- need so many politicians? <laughs> exactly right. There we go. But the number of politicians needed to administrate, surely that should read administer. Mm, mm. I mean, it is pedantry, but St. Australia does support pedants everywhere. So, yes. Here, well, here. I'll kick it off by reading <laughs> the first um, recommendation, I guess, and then we'll alternate. Certainly. I would like to make a humble recommendation for my own proud jurisdiction, says Amadeus Kapoor, mayor of one of St. America's major cities. It would be an honour for our city to be the host of the seat of power. If it will seal the deal, you can change the name if you like. Oh, I will. <laughs> no, I don't need to. The country's named after me. Like, and how- I've won. <laughs> this is mine. And how proud she must be of her city if she's willing to change the name at the drop of a, <laughs> at the drop of even a mere mention that she would be accepted. Yep. So hard no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I'm Seb America. I've won this. You can't appeal to my ego. You're living in my country. This is true. So you're not going to elect to take over one of your existing major cities to create I- a new capital, a new capital building. This is the only solution I've read thus far, so currently no, but we'll see what I'm presented with. It could be an entire pile of crap. There are four more. 
right. It's yes, yes, yes. There are there are mm. five there are five possible options. All right. Do you want to Each read the of next them one? tantalizingly escalatory. <laughs> Invade everyone else. <laughs> oh, I really hope I, I haven't read ahead, but I really hope and one that's of them. The second one. Who is, knows what the fifth one is? Is annex another country's <laughs> city and claim it as your own? Because that's how I play Civ Five. I'm just like, I need a new city. Hey, you've got a city. Let's make this work. <laughs> Did you want to go next? I like your style. Ha! Capital city indeed, shouts Jabuli Diane. A fervent anarchist, spilling leaflets all over the floor. What's wrong with being free as the wind? Do you really think one city could possibly represent a whole country? It's people. I've had enough of the man trying to screw us down all the time. Say no to a national capital. So just no capital. You know, no capital at all. Ad- ad- abolish the I existing think capital. I know where Andy's going with this one. I'm actually liking that one. To be honest, well, that's, a, that's a surprise. That's a surprise. Well, I haven't read the other option. A disappointing but... surprise, but a surprise nonetheless. <laughs> just hear me out here, okay? Not having a capital city means everyone, every citizen, feels just as important with where they're living than any other citizen, and also who you're going to bomb first, enemy nations. That well, is true. Where, where do we? Where, where's our base of operations? Not even I know. Exactly right. So it's probably wherever you are. I don't know what that is. <laughs> and if I don't know, they don't know. How high are you all no, the time? I'm not. But it's just... Like, I don't even know where I am. <laughs> I, I, don't, I can't tell you where to bomb or not to bomb. South America I'm, is all about taking, get the wind, let the wind take you and just flow with it. Let's face it, everywhere in South America has the same diseased dog on the corner. <laughs> so everywhere looks like everywhere else oh, anyway. You say that as a bad thing, but we're a consistent nation. We don't have a slum. Yeah, consistently <laughs> diseased. <laughs> All right, number and depressing. Th- oh. <laughs> number three, I can accept and even approve of having a capital city, says Joseph Xavier, a military strategist. But we'd be putting all our eggs in one basket if we choose somewhere too vulnerable. Believe me, capitals always get the brunt of the enemy attack. I like this guy, he's smart. Um, enemy attack because of their political and economic importance. We should put aside. Billions of guilders and build our nation's capital underground. They'll never bomb us there. My God, he wins. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, okay. So you can just be more people now. You've, you've, you've achieved your dream. Well, only the government is living there in theory. Yes. So no citizens. That's exactly right. So you will create an overclass people. of people living in secret, safe bunkers, probably with all the good cereal. That's true. And it does cost and a lot. And the only non-diseased dogs. <laughs> Which they will soundly whip when they race them around the bunker. But it also does mean, I mean, not that we have a standing military at all, but hypothetically, let's so say we what's, do... So what's this military strategist doing? Yeah, it's, uh, it's This like, seems highly suspicious. He's, he knows his job is literally on the line because the next <laughs> military issue I get up, I'm going to be like, shut it down. Like, it's fine. But I don't know. If you're going to put an attempt to strike Sub-America, knowing that you will never be able to take away the hand that will strike back because there isn't one. Well, no. Let's say, well, if I'm underground, for example, with the codes, what they, codes? You don't have a military. In the hypothetical scenario that we did, ah, his so, energy program. Remember <laughs> his highly. <laughs> remember all that uranium I still have. <laughs> no, but like, wouldn't it, it be a shame use... if someone weaponized it? <laughs> It's just sitting safely inside X-ray machines oh, for the moment. All I need is a giant centrifuge. Underground layer is and an very excuse. North Korea. It's very it is. North Korea. Isn't it, it is very North Korea. Okay, well, underground layer does have me interested, though. 
I've got an idea, says theme park tycoon Lindsay Chu. My company will happily sponsor the new establishment and cover all costs as long as it's made to our specifications. We've already got plans drawn up to put a roller coaster straight through the House of Commons. A cafe, some kiosks for ice cream, maybe even a water slide or two in the lobby. It'll be one part legislative seat of government, one part family fun theme park. Tourists will flock from around the globe. You might think I'm on board with this, but I'm not. I like her. It's ridiculous. Why not? I don't have be- a company build it for you. I don't believe in charging for roller coasters. Who says there would be charging for? It's implied because a private company is building this out of the good of their heart. The roller I coasters do- may be for free and the ice cream price is inflated. No one must pay 20 bucks for an ice cream. Maybe like you just gilders. have to pay to enter the city and then everything's free. Oh, I, don't, I don't buy it. <laughs> but the underground bunker, that you can get behind. <laughs> there is practicality with that. Is there? Have you ever lived in an underground bunker? To be fair, I don't think any of us have. No, we haven't. No. For, 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 for a very good reason. <laughs> there aren't any accessible ones here, right? I hated the sun and I would not live underground. I would really consider it. I mean, like, obviously they're not trapped down there. Why don't they you can... live in Kalgoorlie then? <laughs> Wait, is that where they I happen? don't even know. Cooper Pedy. Cooper Pedy, there we go. People can go up. They're like, we're not locking them down. This isn't like fallout with a vault. We're like, oh, you're in. Like, they're allowed to travel up I and down. I think as soon as you say the word bunker, it's definitely implied that there is mm-hmm. a, a series of very strong steel doors that are locked from the inside. We're not trapping the government underground. No, no. no. We're you're allowing like, them to work underground. You're giving them sole access to the only <laughs> safe place in South America where you will feel compelled to, to, to taunt the, the other nations into attacking you to, to <laughs> because prove you're how safe. strong you are. Because you're safe. That's exactly right. You know what's funny? Now that I think about it, because I've always referred to South Americans as part of a science experiment, yeah. actually <laughs> locking all of our facilitators in a vault to observe the, the top is actually, it makes a lot of sense. You've also made passing reference to the irradiated dog slowly mutating under the ground to become a super being. <laughs> so yeah. there is that as well. It's fine. You've dug down too deep. You've found Dog Hulk. <laughs> and our fifth solution. What's wrong with the old building, asks Oprah Echo, a noted disestablishmentarian. Uh, disestablishmentarian. We don't need some kind of fancy capital city just to make the big wig ministers feel important. If there's no room, then fire the politicians until there is room. Have you never heard? <laughs> I'm done. That's Andy's choice. Have you ever heard of doing more with less? Yep. Wait. Well, what's what's the difference between that one and number two? Number two was no capital city. Oh, okay. No, yeah, definitely the politicians one. Yeah. That, so that's kind of more directly to the point. That is absolutely correct. You have picked my answer yeah, I'm, to a T. I'm surprised. Are you still leading towards the bunker? No, I'm going number two. No capital city. Like I said, it's a quality of everyone. Everyone has the same... So just feel open fields full of politicians and telescopes. <laughs> so you've centralised your government and then decentralised... Where they meet. Where they meet, how they do yeah, business. Well, decentralise the infrastructure, centralise the government. When did I do any of these things? Well, no, that, that's the, the question implies your government is now so large that it needs infrastructure to support mm. it and this is what you're deciding to do. Work from home politicians. Which is, yeah, number two. Okay, in theory, if I'm saying no, aren't I just telling them to work where they currently are? Essentially. Yeah. And so, how, how do you plan to have any oversight? I mean, governments governments uh, conspire and do shady deals in buildings where they are monitored or, 
all the time. How do you propose to, to keep government corruption in check when everybody's also, in their own how home? how will all your red-headed politicians make misguided political statements by wearing burqas into your parliament building? That's true. That's a big issue I have. <laughs> um, Doesn't surprise me in said America. <laughs> I'm Every politician honestly. will be podcasting and, <laughs> and vlogging their insensitive racist views. <laughs> to be fair, the first option is one of America's major cities. <clears throat> it does say it's a major city she wants them yeah, to move it to. That's true. They're going to build a new a new parliament building, a, a, a new capital building to house all the public service. Well, let's think about this practically. In the terms of America, they have obviously Washington, D.C. is what congresses right they do but then when they built the un that's based in new york obviously the un's not their government but they still put a major governmental you know, building in another city and it well, didn't, the, the un has a different scope but i'm saying it didn't just also no they're one very got, close to each other but no one got really upset that they weren't putting it in their capital city like no one got mad about that i think no? it was particularly picked not to be in a capital city yeah. because of the nature of the un yeah yeah which you know has, has a lot of has a lot of criticism, and I would I would criticize it in many ways as How well. How do we not have a capital city anyway? Is what I want to know. Like no, it, you do, it's just that it has become overcrowded with the increase in public servants. So you need to either what? deal with it by why can't I just build a firing everyone, or nominating a city, or building a theme park city, or burrowing underground like the more people that you inevitably will become. Why can't I just? Hear me? Why can't I just make their building bigger? Well, you can. You can you just can. dismiss the issue. That's, that feels like I'm just ignoring it. I'm going to go underground bunker. Well, oh, oh, <laughs> all right. Well. Let's see what happens. <laughs> this is Who has the results? Who's going first? Uh-oh. The government of Andropolion has adopted a more thrifty attitude to administrating the country's needs. <laughs> how have has how, it hasn't changed classifications or anything? Uh, we'll we'll get to that. The news headlines from the Andropolian Sentinel: Latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Mining company ready to rip. Chief reports: Fewer lazy bums than ever before. Bosses note: And economists bearish on Andropolian economy. So, other than you know a surge in manufacturing. Uh, a mining company ready to go off and somehow the economy outlook being bearish. I don't yeah. trust this economist. <laughs> um, and, 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 and frantically the, the, the workforce being, being frantic and yeah. less lazy than ever, cutting the government seems to have had positive effects so yeah. far. We'll get to the numbers. After your headlines. Um, all government facilities are built in the subterranean citadel of Sebmerica City. So that's the name of my capital <laughs> yeah. city. That's good. Uh, my headlines are capital city named. Tourism industry discounts benefits locals. Thin is in, fashionista proclaims. Mining industry sees blue skies ahead. And finally, tax increase vital to funding Sebmerica innovation, economists say. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
So shocking, but I had to look through all the numbers and they're actually all pretty good. So do you want to start with yours? I've got nothing really, nothing major really happened. Um, uh, freedom from taxation is up by 4%. Mm-hmm. Public education and public transport both up by a percent. Um, a few other little things, arms manufacturing, law enforcement, gambling, all up about a percent. Nothing really, nothing really important. And employment up slightly by a quarter percent. Um, average income dropped by a percent, as did um, economic output. It, funnily enough, um, the black market down three percent after mm, after politicians. after firing a significant number of politicians. Taxation is down ten percent. Which is excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I already have a flat rate of 8.8, so this should bring it back down to 8, 8 or 7.9 or so. Yeah. Yeah. And government size down 11%. So other than the government itself, nothing else has really been affected. So shockingly, my Defence Force's total war preparedness rating went up 91.9%. Well, that is, that's what we were you talking said, That's about. exactly yeah. what we speculated, that you would now be taunting, mooning all the other leaders. <laughs> no, it's just war preparedness. Yeah, you're prepared, you're prepared for war. What are you preparing for? You're sending inappropriate text messages to all the world leaders. <laughs> um, my timber and wood shipping industry went up 35. Mining went up 16. Now, here's one I do have issue with. Taxation did go up 13.6. Of course it did. You're having to fund a bunker. And my government size <laughs> went permanent up permanent bunker. <laughs> went what? Government size went up 8%. Yeah. Average income went up 4.3 though, so that's good. And economic output 4.3 as well. Um, as for the downs, the biggest down was only 4% and it was manufacturing. But right. obesity went down almost 2%. But lifespan went down 0.8%. I was thinking that, but obesity went down, but also lifespans. I was a little bit confused. Well, you're working hard out of the sun, so vitamin D deficient. Yeah. Probably. But apart from that, yeah, it was mostly... Maybe you should do more science, (laughs) America. Oh, guys, no, there's another option here. To add more details, black market went up 15%. You see, you see what what secret governments do. Governments who are allowed to work in secret fuel the black market and other shadiness. I found it. Okay, pizza delivery industry went down almost 18%. So that explains the obesity rate dropping as well. Incredible. Won't somebody think of the pizza? So, yeah, I didn't realise there was a button that could tell you even more things just there. In greater detail. Yeah. Um, There's a very good reason why I picked what I picked instead of having no capital whatsoever. Yes. In a world where everybody else is used to having governments and representatives for themselves, for the for their nations, mm. you still need that interface. You can't be interfacing with nobody. It would be ideal to to have um, purely you know peer-to-peer in individual connections if you want to trade with someone, you know, in some other part of the world, who cares what Borders you have to cross to get so there. So it's merely like for foreign foreign relations, and ideally, that's yeah. what I would say. But also because uh, the difference between um, having no capital but not affecting the size of the government, um, which has grown yeah. out out of proportion, versus the option of culling it back to yes, yeah. in its, its its original scope or even proportionally smaller because the population has, has, has grown. Yeah, well, it totally fits into your whole philosophy. Um, that's is, that's is exactly that like right, yeah. If the, if the government's getting too big, then make the government smaller rather than growing to accommodate it. Exactly right. Yeah. 
Yeah, and 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 this is a more direct step towards a smaller government by firing yes. <laughs> <laughs> by firing the workers rather than you know getting rid of the capital yeah. and then having to deal with everybody decentralized. We also now get to name our capital city. <gasps> the setting has been unlocked for us. I know. What are you going to do, Seth? Oh, I'm going to think about it while Zane's telling me stories. Okay. My issue, gentlemen, is that students are demanding financial aid. What? Students from many universities in Zane Australia are protesting about the rising financial cost of studying at university and are demanding that the government provide more financial aid to students. We need money now, screams Jin Usman, a student from one of Zane Australia's top achieving universities. All these tuition fees are just too much. I need that money to spend on books, study materials, accommodation and alcohol. Will you get the gist of it? All these fees are doing are preventing people from poorer backgrounds achieving their potential. The government ought to pay for all university expenses. After all, if nobody went to university, where would all the doctors and teachers come from? She makes a good point. She does. Mm. Option number two. <laughs> oh, God, no, the expense, screeches Nick Colbert, my Minister of Education, before eventually coming down. No, no, this is not a good idea. Do you know how high the tax rate is already without introducing something like this? We should be making tuition fees higher, if anything. University is a privilege, not a right, and only the elite should be allowed within those walls. And by elite, of course, I mean rich. Mr. Colbert makes some very <sighs> remarkable points. Very Andropolian uh, sentiments there. Um, option number three. These young people are the greatest resource our nation has, says Teresa Kardashian, the famous demographer. If you're going to discourage them from going to university, then you're cheating our nation of its potential. What I suggest is government-funded loans to students from poor families. That way, we can have the best of both worlds without the expense. Admittedly, some may still not be able to afford it, but there's no pleasing some people. So that's kind of the Australian system is government loans to attend university and then pay them back once you get the big dollars after you graduate. That definitely happens. The Americans have exactly the same system. In fact, they've supercharged it like Americans do to everything. Ah, Americans. And we have one more option. Oh, I picked this one. (laughs) Why bother with universities anyway, says refuse collector Buffy Reed. These students could be working and earning a living instead of wasting time and money, learning things with no point whatsoever. Who needs to know about ancient Maxtopian poetry? Who would hire you for that? There are plenty of jobs out there, so why don't you go and get one? I'll tell you why. It's because they're lazy. I propose the government... Close all the universities in Australia and make people get a job after they finish school. With all the money saved from closing down universities, we can have a well-deserved tax cut too. Now that's an idea that Andropolia can get behind. Really? Close all universities. <laughs> mm-hmm. All universities. No, it's a terrible idea. All universities. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Was one number one just pay for everything? You? Number one is government-funded universities. Yeah, I picked that one. 
that is... Think of the cost. I yeah, think that's okay. the only option for Zane Australia. <gasps> yeah. Think of the cost. Zeb America would pick that because the whole thing is about giving people freedom to choose and making it free for everyone gives everyone the freedom no, to do it. it does not make it free for everyone. It makes the people not... Uh, the people attending... Uh, not footing the bill. Somebody else is footing the bill. But uh, this is about giving the citizens the Unless the, the lecturers are giving up their time for free and the assessors are giving up their time for free and the maintenance staff and the people running the coffee shops and the people building the new additions to the building because of the influx of students are giving away their services for free. It's not free. If Somebody country, still pays. If a country wants to have smart citizens... They need to make smart citizens. No, if a country wants smart citizens, they encourage people to pursue their own education. And this has given them the choice. This is making university compulsory. Well, it's technically, free. I believe what would be more said American would be option number three, which is making government-funded loans for people who can't afford it and just letting people who can afford it do that. No, well, I would make it free for anyone to do. I wouldn't charge them. Oh, that's Zane Australia. Yeah. Zane Australia prizes education above everything else. What kind of education? What kind of education? Yeah. Is every kind of education. Um, If a person wants to go to university, and I know a lot of people have gone to university and now do something entirely different to what they studied, Mm -hmm. uh, but Zane Straley is willing to take that chance. I think... With taxpayer money. Yeah, with taxpayer money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, That's always been my thing. I've always said, like, if somebody wants to grab a bucket of meth and chow down, (laughs) that's their choice. And through everyone's taxes, their health cover, healthcare will be paid for yeah, because you all are living in this horrible bubble together. This horrible bubble. Zane Australia is not a horrible bubble. Zane Australia is a rather pristine, lovely bubble. Um, But it's still a bubble. But what I would do by nationalizing the the university system. I think it does make it... Well, option number two is it says university is a privilege, not a right. I think university and university education, a university level education and degree of specialisation, if not necessarily uh, esoteric education, Mm -hmm. should be a right. Um, By all accounts, it's not going to be compulsory. There will be a certain level of education that's compulsory and once you pass that, you go into national service and I think that education could be part of that, say, national service if you want to go on and study and if you don't want to study, then you go on and do your service. Um, So I think that in a world where I already pay unemployed people to do menial tasks uh, as a government, I think it's only fair that I pay for students who want to study uh, who need a higher education to pursue. Well, it would seem like the obvious solution there is to stop paying people to do menial tasks. Stop being inefficient. What, and just let them die? If, if, they, can't, <laughs> if they can't be bothered to, to do something productive or they are unable to do something productive, then nobody has any responsibility to them. And that's kind of the difference between Andrew Polia and, say, Australia in a nutshell is that I take a, a degree of responsibility for each of my citizens' lives, whereas you give all the responsibility for your citizens' lives to the citizens, which is 100% I never fine. take it away from them. No, exactly They are right. responsible for their own lives from birth as nature intended. As nature intended. As nature intended. That must be the population difference between our two countries. 
Probably. There is a, there is a two million, <laughs> two million pe- person uh, deficit on, on the Andropolian side. I, w- and I would suggest that uh, citizens of Zane Australia uh, make the collective agreement by being a citizen of Zane Australia to support those who... Well, who who would buy into the same system? Uh, be you it want healthcare, drag, be it education. If you want to drag the dead wood, that is completely up to you. I do. I do want to no drag the dead wood. wood. There is there's dead citizens. Wood. There's dead. There's wood. people. No, they're people. They're not. They are people, and they're dead wood. Oh, you have pride in your people, the good and the bad. No, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about, the, you, know, you know, permanently, annually culling <laughs> the bottom 5%. Yet. You're not talking about it no. yet. I can no, definitely no, no. see the purge happening yeah. in Andropolia. No, no, no. The purge, <laughs> the, the purge happens naturally. <laughs> <laughs> and we just allow it. No, no. That's it. It, nature is brutal. It's a fight for resources. And if you are unable to compete, you don't deserve, you haven't earned the right to procreate and, and can continue on. And, and I think that's that's the point, whereas you will have, in essence, when you reach your total anarchic pamphlet constitution-sized nation, you will have a nation of very uh, very resilient individuals where we will have a, a conglomeration of, uh, like a true nation who will band together against, if, if they're fighting against each other, will band together. Why, so, would, why would we be fighting, Zane? Andropolians uh, mean no harm to anyone. Yeah, but look, you are. You wonder why I put my government on the ground for safety? No. You too. <laughs> Zane Strap? Yeah, I'll get caught in your sci fi hydrogen bomb <clears throat> nonsense. The results of uh, paying for university for students is the number of students attending university has reached a record high, as predicted. The headlines are streets cleaner, less dangerous, mm. lightning strikes, abandoned cabin. Fewer lazy bums than ever before, boss's note. Yay! <laughs> and city planners consider a 14-sided roundabout. That's Good on them. <laughs> <laughs> so, my employment has gone up 29.3%. For all the new universities, yes. Uh, manufacturing, 281 To build all the new universities. <laughs> Public education, 10 That just makes sense. Scientific advancements, Seven. Also makes Intelligence sense. five. Oh, really? Only five. Average income four point three. Economic output the same. Uh, inclusiveness, government size, cheese exports, tourism, human development index, agriculture, and pacifism all up between one and point three percent. The big downs are six point three percent for weaponization. Mm. Uh, taxation down three point nine percent for the moment. <laughs> Crime down 2.2, charmlessness down 2.1, weather down 1, environmental beauty, obesity and lifespan all down 0. 0.09, 0. 0, yeah, 0. 0.09 to 0. 0.28. So, all good. So you've boosted education and your intelligence. Yeah. Government size only up 1% and taxation down 3.9%. And charmlessness down 2.1%, which is... The most important. Actually, no, is. scientific advancement, be, 7.1%. Seven you want to be more charming. I certainly want to be charming. The only thing I care about is one I never see, which is happiness. <laughs> I just want happiness to go I up. I think that's human development index. That went down with my thing from memory. Oh, no. It was like a half a percent, so I didn't read it, but yeah. 
All right. Well, I think that's that's all the issues we're going to handle tonight, gentlemen. Those are all the issues. If I might tantalize oh, the no. uh, the uh, the airwaves a little bit, I have fired the first volley by firing <laughs> the majority, a significant portion at least. I believe of, it was ten percent, wasn't it? it? The government reduced by 10%. Yeah. That's, that's true. There was a surplus of government agents <laughs> and I got rid of them. That was the first volley in what I am dubbing a trilogy of carnage. Oh, God. A trilogy of carnage of, of uh, disruption to come to the great confederacy of Andropolia. Next week, Act 2 oh. of the trilogy of well, carnage. Next week will actually be Act 3. Uh, quite true, because Act 2 is only available on the special Patreon access. Yeah, it just so happens that that is the one that goes in the Patreon-only folder. This is like you, you watch the Death Star blow up, yeah? And then the next time you jump into Star Wars, there's just Ewoks. And you're like, what? I, I don't understand <laughs> what what's that, going what on. What happened? <laughs> what do you mean? Are they related? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. So if we might entice you... Uh, into becoming Patreon supporters. Act 2 will be Patreon-only access. Yeah, so just go to Patreon and search for a New World Order podcast and we will pop up right there. It's the same cover art as the podcast. I did pick my capital city name. (gasps) Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. No one's going to like it. Closure, very important. Yeah, um, it's because my my slogan is like a Hulk Hogan saying. Ugh. I went for another wrestling reference. No. And I went for Suplex City, which is, where, which is where Brock Lesnar always takes his opponents, takes them to Suplex Can City. I so. just say you are becoming the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> what? That's what happens. That's what's happening. Why? That's all I can see. How? Uh, Twitter. Under- Twitter bonkers? is at World Order Pod. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook forward slash A New World Order. And go to our home of the web. That's not counterproductions.com. And as always... Zane C. Weber from the nation of Zane Australia hopes that you are twirling toward the future. Whereas I, Sebastian, think it's much more important to train, say your prayers in each of vitamins. And I, El Presidente, Jefe Grande, Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia, implore you, carte blanche, sans plume. Till when next we meet at the table, gentlemen, farewell. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.